from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. So the midterm elections obviously didn't go as well as we had hoped. We will win the House. Unfortunately, we will not win the Senate. And and some future stars fell a little short, like Carrie Lake, who we've had on this podcast and, and who we really like. She's very talented. That's for a few different reasons I got into the other week. I, I think largely we didn't win independence, which you have to win to win a midterm election. They are able to drive out their base with the issue of abortion. And then third, mail-in ballots and early voting. Republicans, we've now had our... You know, teeth knocked in two elections in a row on the issue of mail-in ballots. I mean, Democrats aren't searching for votes. They're searching for ballots. They're doing a lot of this in certain states that allow for it with things like ballot harvesting. And it's frustrating as Republicans to see that happen, to know that they unfairly changed the rules of the game during COVID using a virus that's as deadly as the flu to append the political process. It's incredibly frustrating. But, you know, complaining about it, doesn't help it doesn't win elections so we've learned some hard things through the midterm elections and the best thing for us to do as a party moving forward is to adapt and make changes you know we don't want to be the toys r us of politics we've got to innovate we've got to focus on things like mail-in ballots and early voting but it's not all bad i mean ultimately republicans we are now better off than we were before the midterm elections with controlling the House, Democrats have an incredibly difficult Senate map. They're defending twice as many seats as we are in states that are also very competitive for Republicans. So we have another bite at the apple with the Senate race as well. And then we'll have the presidential election as well. But one thing we also discovered through the midterm elections is Republicans have a lot of future stars. 
Governor DeSantis crushed it in the state of Florida, beating Charlie Crist by 20 points. Biggest margin in any Florida gubernatorial race in 40 years. He won 62 of the state's 67 counties, winning uh, majority Hispanic districts like Miami-Dade County for the first time in 20 years. And we also discovered that there are other bright future leaders of the Republican Party as well. We're going to talk to one of them. Congressman Byron Donalds, who represents Florida's 19th congressional district, smoked his competition in the race that he had. And I had a chance to see him speak. He spoke at Governor DeSantis's victory party in Tampa before the governor took the stage, and he was incredible. I mean, it's one thing to watch people on TV, and I've always liked him. I've always respected him. I've always thought he was really smart, always talented. And I really respect him after he said he wasn't going to get the vaccine because the House and Nancy Pelosi, they're trying to put a tremendous amount of pressure on people to get it. So I have tons of respect for him for saying, nope, you don't know me. I do what I want. I'm my own man. But he was phenomenal watching him on stage. And so I think the bright spots from the midterm elections are, are one, we know what we need to work on moving forward. But two, we do have a lot of bright future leaders and Republican and conservative politics do work. They worked in the state of Florida. We were able to show Floridians what conservative leadership looks like and the voters responded. So we're going to get into what lessons we need to learn. Do we need new leadership moving forward? And what should the Republican Party focus on this next Congress? We're going to get into all of this with Congressman Byron Donalds. I loved meeting him. He's a really awesome guy. And we are so lucky to have him as one of our future leaders in the Republican Party. Byron Donalds. I, so I met you for the first time at the uh, victory night for Governor DeSantis uh, last week. It was awesome meeting you. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, listen, it was great to meet you. Like, I've heard the name. I've seen your work. I mean, I've listened to your work. And I was like, oh, wait, this is her. So it was actually awesome. So it was a pleasure meeting you that night. And it was a great night for Florida. Well, and it was. And you spoke before Governor DeSantis did. And I got to tell you, you did such a good job. I wanted to put like the war paint on, like beat my chest, go out and like do push-ups, run laps. Like you got us all really <laughs> fired up and, and, and you gave such a good speech. So, uh, you know, congrats on killing it. Well, look, it was really from the heart. You know, as somebody who came in in, in the Tea Party movement, and was watching the country, you know, back when Obama was president and really concerned about the direction, you know, I got passionate about politics and it wasn't because I came up as a young kid in politics. It was never a thing I wanted to do in high school and college. It, I was an adult. I was a citizen. I'm looking around the country and not seeing things that look good to me. And I found conservatism. And so I think what people heard on the stage from me, you know, Tuesday night, was just from the heart. This is what I think, this is what I feel, but it's also how proud I am of Florida proving and showing what I've already known is that Florida is a is a conservative state. We are a free state and the voters you know, said that loud and clear. Well, and it was such a weird night because, you know, at the victory party, I mean, it was a historic night for, for Republicans in the state. You crushed it in your race. Uh, you know, DeSantis beat Charlie Crist by 20 points, uh, you know, the biggest margin in any Florida gubernatorial race 
in 40 years, not just for a Republican, but for, for anyone. So we had this huge night and then it's like you leave the party and then it just, you know, reality hits with what was going on in the rest of the country. So what do you think happened? You know, what do you think was the breakdown where Republicans fell short of what we thought was going to happen? Well, a couple of things. I think first in these other states, the citizens haven't had the experience of what conservative leadership really means and how it impacts your life. Uh, people got to understand Florida has been building towards this for 30 years. Um, I was actually with some of my colleagues in the Florida delegation, uh, people like Dan Webster and Mario diaz Balart, who were in the Florida legislature when the Democrats had control of the Florida legislature. So this has been building for quite some time. The other states keep going back and forth. Um, they never, you know, they never go strong into the conservative lane from a policy standpoint. And so in Florida, voters saw the, the realities and the differences very clear because of COVID-19. And I think they, they, they responded to that. Number two, and I think on a national level, number two is we didn't answer the bell when it comes to the Dobbs decision. I think that the decision by, you know, people in the Republican leadership and Republican Party above, you know, they just decided that it's not a big issue. We don't have to focus on it. And we kept focus on, on on inflation and economy and crime and the border. And I'm not saying those aren't key issues. They definitely are key issues. But what we didn't take seriously enough, in my view, is how, you know, how volatile an issue like abortion is. I think we should have been, we should have created a position as a party. We should have stood by that position as a party. And it would have deflated the lies, frankly, that came from the left. You know, if you look at some of the campaign ads, I was in different states campaigning. And if you look at the campaign ads, every ad from a Democrat was about abortion. Every ad. And we had no counter message to that. And I think that did hurt us in these other states. You know, that's a really good point. And I'm guilty of that as well, because I didn't think abortion would supersede some of these bigger issues, or at least in my mind, like crime. But what they did do was use it to turn their people out. And of course, we know to win a midterm election, you've got to get your base more fired up than theirs and you've got to win independence. So I, I think you really nailed it with what you just said on that issue. And, you know, and I was guilty of that, admittedly. Um, you know, what do you think? What should our priorities be as a party moving forward? I think, look, going, we're going to have a majority in, in the House. So that's great news. I think our priority has to be going through all of the policies that we talk about and passing it. And I mean, you're getting into the weeds on policy. We, sh we don't need to let the Democrats get their feet settled on what they think uh, Republicans stand on or are doing. We don't need the press being able to lay out narratives about, oh, well, the Republicans are going to do this. It needs to be um, a very aggressive strategy. And we need to go into every policy solution and not shy away from it. I think if we do that, the voters will see two things. One, they're serious about governing. And number two, they'll see the contrast that we need with the Democrats. It, it goes back to Ronald Reagan. There can't be pale pastels. There have to be bold colors. And I think in the 118th Congress um, in the House, that's what we need to be focused on. Do you think I, that's a great point? And, and to your point, you know, part of the reason why I think Florida and Republicans did so well here is because you guys did lead with a bold plan in the state of Florida and really showed what leadership looks like, to your point. You know, I also believe we learned some you know important things on the process front. And we learned this in 2020, but most particularly this past election with mail ballots and early voting has really changed the dynamics and the political dynamics in the country. Uh, 
I mean, we got to be more aggressive on getting voters out early and, and getting voters to, to do mail-in balloting as well. We got to play the games in each state as they're written in order to change them. Listen, I, I, I always bring it down to this. You know, I, I used to coach youth sports. And, you know, if I wasn't in Congress, that's what I would be doing with my time. And also in addition to my financial services career. And what I would always tell, you know, my young kids who I would coach is, you can't complain about the rules. You got to go compete. Because if you spend your time complaining, I don't like this referee, this person, you know, always does this, then you're already defeated. So we have to just understand this is the game and we got to get in and do it. Now, in some of these other states, they need to adopt Florida's election law or at a minimum Georgia's election law. Because notice Georgia's election law actually worked quite well, despite the Democrats lying to voters and gaslighting voters about it being Jim Crow 2.0. Turned out Georgia had successful elections just like Florida did. So we're the model now for how you run elections. And it's done with making sure people are requesting their ballot. Nobody else is doing it for them. They can't request for like 10 people. They can't return 10. You can return yours and, and another family member that's the law in Florida. You have to request, request your ballot every election. That's the law in Florida. You have to have ID. Um, your supervisors of elections are allowed to tabulate ballots um, starting 40 days before the election as they receive them. So on election night, all we're doing is just reporting the numbers that we already know, as opposed to you're waiting on these batches of votes and all this other stuff, which actually brings more pessimism to the effect of the effectiveness and the efficiency of our election process. I think that's where we need to go. And once again, the Florida model works. We need to embrace it and go down that line. And if we do that work, then we can be focused on the things that really truly matter, the policy issues, and frankly, some of the cultural war issues in our politics, as opposed to then getting into this weird debate with Democrats about who really supports democracy. You know, I think that's really a joke argument from the Democrats, because a lot of them actually have no problem with suppressing free speech. We know that through social media. We know that through national press that they actually uh, suppress stories that they feel are not advantageous to them. So we need to step into that into that field, into that argument. But you've got to look at the playing field and say, these are the rules then let's play. And you put your helmet on and you work hard. Quick commercial break and then back with Congressman Byron Donalds. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. California is liberalism taken to its, you know, final conclusion, right? Like, so that is what Democrats want California policies. And I think Florida to the opposite of that is conservatism to its natural conclusion, right? Like, and we've really led the nation in in the state of Florida in, in some big ways on election laws, which you were just talking about as well, you know, but as we look at the party moving forward, is it time for some leadership changes? Well, I think so. I mean, look, I'm, I'm running for a leadership uh, post in the, in the House of Representatives right now. Um, and so I definitely think so. Look, we have had essentially the same leadership for eight, nine, ten years. And so, you know, my attitude is, is that, you know, if you if you're if you're winning Super Bowls every other year, then great. But if you're not, you got to really evaluate that. And I think it requires not just the electorate, but also the members to have frank and honest conversations. Now, if through those op- those those conversations, you come back to saying, no, this is the best foot forward, then that's fine. Uh, but look, I'll take the United States Senate. The, the, in the Senate, there is no vote for Mitch McConnell because nobody decides to step up and run against Mitch. And that's not a pro-Mitch statement or an anti-Mitch statement. That's just saying that, that Senate Republicans... They have to look at this as well and say, you know what, maybe there's a better way to do this and not be so concerned about, well, so-and-so will punish me if I oppose them. Because these slots of leadership aren't, shouldn't just be taken by acclamation. They should be given uh, by the will of the members who get voted on to serve up here because we get our authority from the will of the voters who sent us from back home. That's a great point. You know, Congress, I'd always liked you when I saw you on TV. Obviously, I thought you were awesome when I met you in person. But when I really started being like, I like this guy a lot was when you didn't get vaccinated just because there was so much pressure, especially in Congress, to, to force you guys to, to submit right to, to Nancy Pelosi's will. And, and you refused and you stood strong. Why did you make that decision for yourself? 
because I'm 43 years old and I'm healthy. And, and the data was pretty clear that if you're a healthy individual under the age of 65, um, you'll recover from COVID-19 just fine. And if you were older, if you're older than 65, then yeah, you had a legitimate decision to make about getting vaccinated. That was always been my position. Um, I wasn't going to let media or public pressure make me do that because that's just not how we should be making decisions for our own personal uh, situations. And number three, and this is the thing that really, you know, it really pissed me off in the whole COVID debate. For, for all of human uh, biology, we've known that when you get a virus, you develop antibodies because you actually contracted it and you got over it and you pass it and then you have antibodies. But during COVID-19, the entire media establishment just ignored the fact that antibodies exist. It was the craziest thing to me. Because the people who were saying you got to follow the science have basically ignored the base scientific fact that all of us had learned in high school. So that's just, that kind of stuff just doesn't sit well with me. You know, my, I'm, I'm somewhat, I can be a contrarian at times. It's like my base nature. And even my wife will tell you, if you push on him to do something, he's going to just like get his back up just because you're pushing on him. If you have the logic and the facts behind you, Hey, I can be supportive of that and actually champion it. But if it's just going to be this thing where we all have to have to have to have to genuflect because that's where the whole group is going, I don't respond well to that. I, I was I was smiling to myself as you were saying that because I'm like I feel like you're describing me. Like I I as soon as someone tries to force me to do something, I'm like, whoa, no, no, this is not this is not going to work with me. I, I do hope that the house changes all the covid rules and gets rid of proxy voting makes people show up in person and and changes uh you know some of those things you know i, I know you're a busy man you've got a lot going on sir uh, is there anything you'd like to leave us with before we go uh the biggest thing is like look i know that um it looks like the 2022 elections didn't turn out the way we wanted but people should not lose heart because i, I think and this is something coming up made to my members what 2022 has really shown us is that the, the, the American people are sick of the Democrats. But the other problem is they're not quite sure that they love Republicans. And so I think I think the, the, the silver lining is that there is an opportunity for us to make our case and to demonstrate with bold leadership why people should be choosing not just the Republican Party, but conservatism more, 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 more appropriate overall. And I think we have a golden opportunity to do that across so many demographic groups that were not open to conservatism before they're open to it today. And so it's our job just to lead with our ideas and really understand all the issues that exist in America and not be afraid of the solutions that we bring. I, that's really well said. Um, totally agree with you, Congressman. I'm glad that you represent the state of Florida, my home state now. And, uh, you know, I, I hope you have a bright future in the Republican Party and hopefully leadership as well. So I appreciate you taking the time. Great to have met you last week and, and great to have a chance to talk to you for the for the podcast. So thanks so much. No, Awesome. Thanks for your time, Lisa. Really appreciate it. And hey, I can't wait to do it again. Byron Donalds. I really like the guy. He's incredibly smart. Uh, you know, I, I love the fact he stood strong on uh, vaccines. And I got to tell you, watching him speak uh, before the governor, he just he crushed it. Uh, he did such a good job. So really cool having him on the podcast, especially as a fellow Floridian. I appreciate you guys at home for listening every Monday and Thursday. But you can listen throughout the week. 
Always love when you give me reviews on Apple Podcasts or you leave us a rating. Those are fun to see and read. I want to thank my producer, John Cassio, for putting this together. And for you at home listening, thank you so much. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.